Hello and welcome to Pod for Norga, the podcast that covers Norwegian movies. Nailed it. That was a good one. That was a good one. I I I like that one. That was good. <laughs> I'm I'm Jack. I'm Jack here in, in rainy Oslo. But uh, joining me from America is it's Kevin and John. And uh, today we're covering the 2019 movie Psycho Bitch. Psycho Bitch. I don't know how to yeah. Psycho, psycho the, the, Bitch. I think we. I really wish we had a Norwegian speaker. For this episode, because it's I speak Norwegian, a, na- a, native, a native Norwegian speaker. But you're, but yes, you you can't yeah. like I just the just the name, the title, yeah. just yeah. straight up front, the title is psycho what they bitch. they say. <laughs> fucking psycho bitch! Like is that? Yeah, that's yeah. that's a thing. That's, cr- that's just they all talk. I was in the store the other day and I heard. Oh no, I I was in a. Um, uh, yeah, I was in a store and there was a product that was up on a higher shelf and to, there was a couple talking and obviously speaking in Norwegian back and forth with one another. And then she's going like, oh, da, 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 da. I want it so bad. <laughs> <laughs> and then they immediately switch right back to Norwegian. I'm like, I mean, I, I get like, it from why? like a linguistic standpoint, like to emphasize <laughs> a point or like. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. Yeah, you know? it's, it's a cool American. thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, there. Well, I I, I speak Norwegian because, as as you guys know, I am a Norwegian citizen. Yes, you are. Yes, indeed. Very exciting. Congratulations. Yes. Uh, thank you. I, there will be a big ceremony next year, and I get to go to the uh, the um, the palace, uh, the, the city king hall. Oh. Not the king. Me and the king are gonna hang. I was about out. to say, like that'd be pretty. He cool. already waved no. at us, so I mean, yeah, come on. It is the same hall that they give out the Nobel Peace Prize, so that's gonna be Ooh. the only time I'm gonna ever get to like have a, be in front of a crowd who's applauding me. In Best any kind of way rebrand. In history, Alfred Nobel, hmm. man. Oh yeah, he did a real good pivot. He did a from real good pivot after people with dynamite. dynamite. <laughs> eh, what's so bad about dynamite? Uh, as uh, as a means to, uh, in, like the guillotine, you know, the the yeah. creator meant it to end war. So he's like, this yeah. is so terrible that no one will ever yeah. use it. Oh. We and it's so funny because like you think now like we have moved far beyond dynamite. At oh yeah, 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 yeah. So who saw Oppenheimer? Oh, uh, not yet. Not yet. Oh, I, I read the book that it's based on. Uh, oh, the, the, the yeah. oh yeah, oh, uh, that's based on. It's uh, American Prometheus. American Prometheus, yeah. which I think yeah. would have been a much better title. Much better. I agree, but, but uh, I get why. There, yeah. There's, there's yeah. a good like I've seen some interviews where Christopher Nolan explains why he wanted it to be called Oppenheimer. Yeah, yeah. It's a I, very if it had to be named something other than American Prometheus, Oppenheimer is a great name. Seems seems pretty straightforward. Uh, but we're not covering Oppenheimer. We're not covering Oppenheimer. <laughs> we're covering, we're covering Barbie. Pitch. Guys, we what do you think it can? I'm kidding. I didn't see it. I, did you see I, wait, I did beach. you see Barbie? I do beach. Oh, I, you haven't I seen Barbie yet? I have not seen Barbie. I haven't seen any movie. Or Oppenheimer. Everyone here has seen Barbie, I thought. I don't know. I I missed... You know, Guro did... I went and saw Oppenheimer, and then I came... You know, because we're obviously taking care of our kid, Mm. and and I came home, and then she immediately left and went and saw Barbie. We did did cover it in the same day. As I understand it, it. she got the better of the bargain there. Uh, She came back in a better mood than I did. I read read something somewhere that... uh, a, 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 a mother and father, uh, a mom and dad took their like infant to see Oppenheimer, and it was enwrapped the entire time. Okay. Didn't okay. make a sound. Was paying attention to the movie, <laughs> like this. 
this baby yeah. was entranced by Oppenheimer. It was. It's. It is very good. Let's talk about other movies. Right. Though, right. That... Sorry. I just really like talking. Anyway, <laughs> Psycho Bitch. Uh, Psycho Bitch is a 2019 film that I watch for free on Vudu. Oh. Um, in the U.S. Um, it uh, was written and dire- uh, written and directed by Martin Lund, who is a new director of us we haven't seen before. Uh, it stars Yunus Tiedemann uh, and Ellie uh, Renonen Müller Osborne, sure. who we know from Royal Teen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do. Victoria, <laughs> yeah. July 22nd. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, uh, we, uh, oh. that's another movie. Yeah, that's the another. movie, not not the event. Let's yeah. be clear. The movie. Uh, she is yeah. a, a leading role in the movie. Yes. Yes. Great um, movie. I'm great, gonna great actress. I she was incredible. I am gonna talk. Uh, I'm gonna read uh, the film summary as depicted uh, by ChatGPT, like we normally do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it didn't really. It's 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 a meh ChatGPT. So yeah. let's try to correct it and see where it got it wrong. Right. So Psycho Bitch is a Norwegian coming of age film centered around 17 year old Frida, nicknamed Psycho Bitch by her classmates due to her upfront demeanor. When she befriends <laughs> Marius, a new student, her life takes unexpected turns. Wait, what? As their unique friendship develops, Frida navigates her parent separation her blunt persona, and her growing romantic feelings for Marius. The film humorously explores the themes of identity, love, adolescence, as Frida undergoes personal growth, learning about self-acceptance and the complexity of human emotions. I, I think so, it flipped no. Marius and Frida. In yeah, like, I think they mixed like up Like, Marius is not the new student. Frida is. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think, I mean... Honestly, Frida is mostly true to herself during the thing. It's it's Marius is the one yeah. who grows and changes. Marius is the prote- yeah. not the, is the point of view character yeah. of the movie. He's, it's it's from his pr- perspective. <laughs> yeah, they never you know GBT switched the characters. Yeah, flip this. It's yeah. Um, it meant, makes no mention of uh, toilet hygiene and uh, any kind of cleaning. <laughs> Nothing goes in there. <laughs> Nothing. With, you know, we got we uh, we need to be clear. Okay, obviously, like like we always do, we spoil the movie. Um, right. And I think a lot of people probably might skip this one. Uh, they shouldn't though. It was hard. They, they shouldn't. shouldn't. They should. Go. If you like seeing graphic, straightforward depictions of feces, no, in your I, this was an excellent movie that yes. I think brings you back to childhood and teen angst in a yes. way that is difficult to capture oftentimes yep. in film. Absolutely. So Agreed. Now let, John, would you give a better uh, 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 a better summary or an overall arc of what is what is the plot of this movie? Uh, that I can try. Um, yes, I, I To be fair, watched it last week and have not rewatched it, so it's fading a bit, but I will give, yep. give it my best. Uh, mm-hmm. So, golden boy Marius, uh, winning mm-hmm. at life, winning at sports, winning at school, and potentially about to be winning at girls, uh, is our mm-hmm. protagonist. And he is paired by a well-meaning teacher with new student, somewhat outcast, somewhat different, uh, mm-hmm. and not particularly accepted, Frida. That's her name, right, Frida? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, at first, and actually throughout the entire movie, uh, Marius does not really have any idea what to do about Frida, but he also has no idea what to do about his growing love for her uh, and mm-hmm. the powerful emotions that take hold. Um, because despite, you know, 
him being supposed to love the cheerleader. I don't know if she's actually a cheerleader, but like the equivalent of a cheerleader. Yeah, she she fits that role. And if this were an American movie, she'd totally be the cheerleader. Yeah. Uh, Despite, you know, him being supposed to fall in love with the cheerleader who has selected him after some sort of very impersonal process where she was weighing him against one of his friends uh, to go to the school dance, um, Marius has fallen in love with, with Frida and mm-hmm. uh, is willing to kind of follow her into some chaos, but not against some resistance and some of the expectations of society, which causes tension. Um, it all comes to a head, but fortunately, our character uh, finds his way and his heart. You wrote that down. That was beautiful. Uh, I did not. <laughs> you good. definitely wrote that down. That's great. Well, I'm hoping good. you can. That was very good. I like that. I'm hoping you can uh, keep rolling for that. So, so John, tell me, like, what what worked well in this movie? What was captured I, well? Kind of as was... I was mentioning before, I, I think it's hard, oftentimes, to really capture the like feeling of teen angst. Like everything, mm-hmm. everything you're doing is wrong. Everything in the world sucks. I like I don't like it's all the worst. I don't want to go on slash. Not in a yeah. not in necessarily in the like you know suicidal way, but just like oh my god, everything is so much to deal with right now. Right. Um, and I think this does a really good job of capturing that. Like the the mm-hmm. I mean, there's a couple of vignettes. The the the, the bathroom scene is pretty funny, um, and gross but funny. Yeah. Uh, but the you know the scene where Marius is ultimately like like ripping off his athletic gear and just like crying in bed and like unable to just like doesn't know what to yeah. do next like that's powerful and you can see where it comes from because he's on the one hand confronting everyone's expectations for him as to what mm-hmm. he's supposed to be doing as the golden boy and who he's supposed to like and what he's supposed to be you know interested in and on the mm-hmm. other like what he's actually interested in and and although and wanting to kind of run away from all the bullshit and you mm-hmm. know i think that i think that you identify with being the golden boy. Joe. I I do not. Yeah. I was I was as you guys well know. I would never have any athletic gear to tear school. off, uh, and was certainly not being pursued by multiple women throughout high school. That was not a not something I particularly experienced. But no, I I think Uh-oh. it. Oh, it, John, you just went on mute. I think it. I think it does a. Yes. Oh, I think we're still good. Okay. You're good now, Sorry. John. Uh, I think it. I think Keep it does it. a good job with that and also you know even though it's about kids and i think it captures that well that there is an aspect of that that speaks to like everyone's condition right and they're doing mm-hmm. it through the the child's lens so yeah, again sure. i am i'm it also had some truly funny moments um hilarious moments can you tell me one that you really liked go for it kevin because i've now tried to remember them myself i just remember like I, I, oh, i'll jump in the, i'll say the, you know what i did like when he's in the in his bedroom and he is uh, having some alone time and his mom comes in <laughs> And he's like, is this, dr- yeah. hey, hey, Paul, can you come yeah, up the, here? We need to, to can you check? Yeah. The- and, and his the sister, sister comes in and he's like, next to him. everyone get uh, out. <laughs> I, 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 really laugh, liked, I barely laughed at that. That was funny. I really laughed. I laughed pretty hard at the dad when he's yelling at his dad, like, <laughs> you're being too, you're being too nice. You're constantly saying I'm, I'm like, I've done a bad thing. You need to be harsher on me. You need to be judging. And the father being like, "Yeah, you're you're you absolutely know, you're right. Really right. I should. You're absolutely right. <laughs> and it's really mature of you for for to bring that up and, and admit yourself. <laughs> it's like fuck. <laughs> I thought that was actually a that very was funny. Sweet. That was great. And that it's the a good way to flip is, the parent. Uh, we know him from uh, Thelma. He was uh, the dad in Thelma. Oh, he was. And he's also in another movie. I think we should do coming up. Uh, Almost Man, which looks really funny. 
Okay. Anyway. Okay, yeah, that, I'll put that on the list. Um, Kevin, I'm hoping you can react, kind of piggyback on, on John and tell me, like, how, how did this movie work for you? Were, are you as enthusiastic? What did you like? Yeah, no, I, me, I loved it. I thought the exact, I totally agree with exactly what John was saying. It's, it is very difficult to portray mm-hmm. an honest depiction of, like, the, on the one hand, irrationality of mm-hmm. going of growing up and going through these changes and being like oh I mm-hmm. uh, these you know hormones are, are everywhere and mm-hmm. trying to figure this out I, I you know it it do, you yeah oh I am I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to prompt you a little bit because one thing I always turn to you for is on the acting and the performance and I'm curious how you what, what do you think of the dynamic of the two main leads and and their is there one you liked more or less or how did they play off e- each other in your opinion I mean I I've already said that I, I love Frida the mm-hmm. actress I thought her yeah, Ellie Ellie Osborne yeah which we again saw for, she's she's great yeah yeah, yeah. she's um, excellent. cool uh, uh, um very raw, very honest, and mm-hmm. like very yeah. One th- one thing I, I I thought was really nice about this was it reminded me a kind of of Romeo and Juliet in a way, in that mm-hmm. they are these two kind of just totally irrational lovers who are like w- mm-hmm. I want to just we, we run away with me to India like this is we're <laughs> seventeen or six whatever however old they are. And mm-hmm. I thought that it was played really well. I thought they, like, the earnestness, but also at the same time, what John was saying, like, trying to square that with the expectations that have been put upon you. Like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, you have to act this way, and you have to be cool, and you go, you're going with the popular girl, and the pop, and then you two are gonna, yeah. like, you two are supposed to have sex. Like, this is like everything <laughs> is, like, they orchestrate. Like yeah, like we're gonna it's... we're gonna fit you back into in into the the way things are supposed supposed to be and and mm-hmm. I I like that too I really I the things um, I I'm a little lower on the movie overall than you guys mm. um, but I say but again I'll I'll say that the things I do like is yeah it's it, I, I was six the, I <laughs> I felt awkward and a little bit cringy and mad at him for a lot of the decisions he's making, which at first I'm like, oh, this stupid movie. But then as I thought about it, I was like, no, he's supposed to be, I, I, they're, they're, they're going, I think he, at, at his oldest, I think Chad GPD was wrong. I think at oldest he can be is 16. And, um, and I'm like, oh yeah, like it's 16 is like kind of the perfect point where you are having a lot of more adult-like problems with your social relationships, your expectations for yourself, yeah. where you're planning for your future, mm-hmm. but you're still like just far enough in your like in the transition through puberty to be like you just do not have the brain matter yeah. to like to you know to maybe you don't have the self-confidence or or honestly like the development uh, you know this is self-awareness you first to hone those skills yeah to actually maybe make more smart decisions which you know, like I think it was was well well done, and and his reactions in some of these scenes I thought were really good. I particularly liked when he accidentally hearted the Instagram scene. Oh, that, yeah. was that was great. That was great. He accidentally hits a you know heart when he's like trying to scroll and look at this girl, and like accidentally likes it. Yeah, likes it on a particularly on a picture of her where she's in a bathing suit coming out of a pool with a big boner on her. He, and then, 
Yeah, Vic, <laughs> and then he, which it changes into a cute yeah, thing, which I actually seems very honest because they end up texting about the booger in her nose, which is very sweet, a very, you know, like, uh, you know, it's just, it seems like, yeah, this is exactly how I imagine 15, 16 year olds would be. Yeah. But I did like them hit it quickly Googling, like, yeah. <laughs> how can I remove a heart? Can if I, I remove do, it, can they be, see it? Does the notification it. still go through? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it does, which is just such a, like, I'm like, yep, that's, that seems, I think that's that that many, many that people tracks. have that, yeah. <laughs> text, are you stalking yeah, yeah, yeah. me? Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that was good. One, exp- um, uh, on that note, yeah. I, I thought one, one thing that I, I really don't like in movies, or I think it's, it's done really, it's not done well all the time, is, is texting on on in movies mm-hmm. yeah it's a hard one it's to hard around. hard uh, i mean the like text on the uh on the on the screen like superimposed yeah, over like, the image like is house cool. of cards would do yeah exactly or, yeah this did it re- i thought it did it really well it actually s- just stayed on the phone you t- like mm-hmm. the story was told through the like t- just, typing yeah. out the sentence oh no backtracking and like there, especially when he was in his room, um, like when they're first starting to flirt, there was an extended mm-hmm. shot just on on his phone, and it was, mm-hmm. it was great. It was great because it was, it was simple. Mm-hmm. It was there was you know almost no action, and it was it was like mm-hmm. you were there, you were in that yeah. you were had that anticipation of like oh my god like what am I gonna send next? Am I mm-hmm. am I gonna say the right thing? Is she gonna mm-hmm. she gonna freak out? You know uh, oh what's going on? like yeah, it it felt so so real and one other thing is anytime someone texts in any movie it's always the first it's always like a brand new conversation yeah there's never the, there's the, never the, a conti- like <laughs> yeah, the yeah, previous yeah. texts and they yeah. that only that did happen once there was one time where he sent a, a text uh-huh. uh, but that may be, may have been because that. like he deleted that hmm. the conversation mm-hmm. and was like i need to you know but that, but he that does was look her up on Facebook, which I thought was weird. Like, do kids use Facebook anymore? I mean, it's twenty nineteen. That's not that long. Even not still, that yeah, that's still eh, yeah. That? Can um, you, can I t- uh, let me uh, talk about some other things yes. that I, I, I did like? Um, I started getting very worried about. Uh, I, I'm sure you guys know the manic pixie dream girl trope. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You know. Okay. So and and the you know which is the trope of uh, portraying kind of a. Um, you know, usually in stories, romantic stories that have a follow, usually like a guy's perspective, it's when he meets like some quirky, amazing, crazy girl who helps like unlock his inhibitions and, and, and is basically a vessel for his self-actualization in a fun way, which I was like getting weird. I'm like, okay, this is like an attractive, quirky girl who's like got some issues, but is he just going to get to know her? And then like. You know, and then and yeah. then she's gonna be fine. Yeah, like, word. which I can see, like that. This is uh, I haven't even mentioned this. I'm gonna talk later uh, to Erland about this, and I'm I'm curious if he's gonna bring that up. Be- but what I did like that they did is they, you know, like I, I don't want a movie to be like, oh, she's the quirky girl, but once you get to know her, she's actually like totally fine, and everyone else is bad. Like, yeah. she does some pretty asshole things in this, yeah. and they are not fully addressed. Like, I really. I mean, liked in quotes, the scene where she takes the boy's hat, like that kid that plays the trumpet. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. that is just, she is just being an asshole. Yeah. Like, there is, 
there is no like that's not like it's one thing you know maybe if they if she was mean back to the people who are bullies to her and we would be on her side but like she takes this like 10 year old kid's hat and will not give it back unless he plays the trumpet and, unless he plays a trumpet and he just wants to go home yeah. and i'm like oh like this this is a really like that that's a pretty situation up. for a 10 year old pretty messed up and i'm glad they showed it i mean she she attacks a, a security guard yeah that's especially fun which up. is like assault and pushes him into a glass that like yeah uh, like stand and 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 hurts him you know and so i'm glad i'm like oh okay like this girl like clearly you know this is not like oh i think i have kind of issues but it's really like low level like this girl clearly does have yeah tra tra traumatic like issues that she, she yeah. probably need to work through yeah and i i'm glad for that because that at least explains maybe more of how other young kids might relate to her you know, and, and, and it doesn't just put her in like a solely positive light yeah. and, and that complicates again because uh, their relationship as all, because like it, it, showing a guy and a girl falling in love in age 16, I do want them to have bad sides. Yeah. Right. That, you know, and which, cause he like, how do you, Marcin, this does some pretty sh shitty oh, yeah, things. No, he's, he's, he's as I person. have written here. Who is the real psycho bitch in this movie? I, I was thinking the Marius exact same thing. I was like, no, no, uh, Marius, me. you're the it's psycho bitch. The, it's Leah's friend is 100% the, the real... Why? Wait. Hold wait. on. Don't go Martine? out. Why? What do you... The hype girl for, like, that hooking up and, like, yeah, that's She's weird. a great wing, wing woman. What are you talking about? She deserves... She walks in, she's like, love I changed the sheets. Love and a place of adoration. When, when she goes... She is just trying to help her poor friend because it's uncomfortable for guys and girls to talk and share their feelings with others, so you send the friend. She's like, I changed the sheets. I have music in there if you need. She is a wing woman. She for her girl is a treasure and oh. i will not have you slander we will not her. have you slander martine all right oh god she spent too much time I on did, her eyebrows i felt messed her like that <laughs> seriously no like yeah. I, I i'm joking but like they 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 were very very well very well done john does john thinks that she's what, the psycho yeah, yeah honestly though, john pressure she's a psycho because she's pressuring them yeah i mean like yeah. I, it's because apparently so the part of it's her and part of it's um what's his name what what's the the kind of aloof cool guy oh. male friends oh name. yeah i forget his um, name well he's the one who comes up with the idea that uh trim trim yeah uh that marius is like you know uninterested in you because you won't hook up with him uh and yeah. then then she hears that and is like, "Oh, we're gonna get to we're gonna get to work on that." And uh, poor Leia, though, yeah, I know. She tries yeah. in the bathroom. She is such a sweet girl. She, oh, yeah. so bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, she hold on, the... hold on. She's somewhat of a sweet girl. She also, literally, in the beginning, was like running down a checklist of, "I haven't decided whether to take you or this guy to the dance yet." I hear at least she's honest. Yeah. Aren't we all doing this? I think like. You know, I, I I see where you're coming from. I see where you're coming from. Of like, no one but. in no one is like not. I mean, in the if we list every character has a little bit of shittiness in them yeah. this movie, like all of us, like everyone. That's the that's, I, well, that's that, I mean, that is what I love about Nor Norwegian movies and kind of why I really like doing this. Yeah. It's like yeah, there is yeah. there's not a very clear line of like who's the who's the good guy, who's the bad guy, who's right, who's wrong. Mm -hmm. It's like yeah, everyone's got shades of of gray that uh yeah 
that you have to deal with. I mean, it doesn't, at least it's not too far. Like, I imagine, because you have your, like, more standard, I think, romantic comedies that we grew up watching. I mean, I don't know. I haven't watched, like, Euphoria, <laughs> which I think is supposed to be a lot more just, like, kids doing drugs. Yeah, no, insanity, there's, but... there's, there's less, I mean, there's, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, it's HBO. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's um, not porn, it's HBO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Um, do you guys have any other like major things that you really liked uh, before we maybe talk about some criticisms? Um, I really love the visual storytelling aspect of this. Mm-hmm. I thought it was visually super well shot. Um, using the re- repetition of places like the diving board as a place mm-hmm. of like an, an emotional impact. Um, one, th- one thing that I thought was really interesting when uh, the nurse comes in after uh, towards the end when to, to tell this class that Frida has tri- attempted yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. to go through mm-hmm. su- with suicide and mm-hmm. it starts out out, out of focus it's from the classroom looking out the window and you see everyone in the classroom mm-hmm. and everyone is out of focus and what's in mm-hmm. focus is the uh, is the lake or the the, f- the fjord mm-hmm. outs the you know yeah, it's yeah, focused yeah. in the distance yeah and Immediately, I mean, for that following the the shot right before of Frida closing the door, in that like mm-hmm. from the like, the mm-hmm. angle was low, so it looked really impo- she looked really imposing, and it's like oh there it's like we kind of know, it's very like I was saying with visual, yeah. visual storytelling, we knew did what you, was going on. Oh, we it, it was did you yeah, I'm wondering what what you thought. Of, uh, there, there's two other like metaphor scenes uh, the visually that that I'm I'm curious uh, what you thought of. One was um, the there's the metaphor of the 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 room that she goes into. So the first room where they have their their they're talking mm-hmm. um, the study room. It begins with hi, him getting her to unlock the door and open the door and let him in. Mm-hmm. And then later on, he when they're having the fight, he pushes her in and locks her in the room so he, that's him yeah. shutting her out which i thought was a bit on the nose yeah but uh, yeah and i'm curious if, or or but i'm curious did you got like not not to cut like did you that's how i i clocked that one i didn't clock it obviously. so heavy-handed like that okay mostly because he then uh, he he, got, he he starts. He so he's holding the door. I don't think it locks from the. Or like, but uh, he shuts. The, I mean, it's very. Yeah, close yeah, no, he's, but he's trying, to, he's trying to. He's trying to barricade and like keep her. it. But yeah. then he then like a, like Trim and a bunch of other guys come and yeah. they hold yeah, the yeah, door. Yeah, yeah, because they're they're assholes. Yeah, and 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 uh, he leaves. He he. Yeah. But I, I see what you're saying. Um, I'm not sure. I got that, yeah. and then I got the dancing one. The big, you know, they they're da- they're da- they're literally dancing to the different beat than the beat everyone else is listening to. Which honestly, like, mm, have you ever yeah. tried to do that? That seems impossible. <laughs> it I is. Don't think you. That's so fun. fun. I've tried to do uh, singing Happy Birthday, but on yeah, okay. the offbeat with someone else, it's very fun. Anyway, okay. I, I I just thought I'd throw it out there that. Okay. It seemed like, mm-hmm. yes, it was kind of a ham-fisted, yeah. uh, you know, mm-hmm. visual and, and metaphor. Yeah. But I, I liked it. I liked it. I'm, well, I can forgive that. I'm glad. Well, w- with that, then I, I say we transition maybe into talking about some criticisms of the film. What if there's anything that didn't work? Um, obviously, John did not like uh, Leia and her friend uh, Martina. That does which... not mean I was a criticism of the film. I think no, they. 
they were amazing yeah. and I love them and don't <laughs> don't say anything bad about them. Um, I will say two things that really stuck out for me. Um, uh, the I did not like the music on this. I found the music oh. to be very heavy-handed and very over the top. And it, which is I have a theory that I'm working on now which is that I I think in in Norwegian films they a lot of time will use English speaking pop music which I find very distracting. I think of most movies mm. I think sometimes when they use English language um, they maybe it comes off as more subtle because it's in quote unquote a foreign language yeah. here but I'm just actively listening to the lyrics and I'm like this applies too closely to the situation of what we're actually watching. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Or and and the, and the there were some pretty wild musics like we had pop music and then they had some like really intense drama music and I didn't feel like there was a cohesive theme across the, the I don't know I am not a music guy and I don't normally notice music but I know like out. for me honest yeah for me mostly if the music is very good I don't notice it if the music is bad is when I start to pick it up and I stop that happened with me here that's and that's um, I mean that's a sign of good design is when you yeah. don't notice that it's happening I mean mm -hmm. the, honestly like it's the kind of the you know designing for the yeah. stages instant lighting yeah. and stuff it's like you don't notice that the lights are changing or stuff mm -hmm. but no so I, I i do know what you mean and uh there was one uh, one that one part of the music that i really liked um okay and that it's uh when they're in um when they're in the club and they're watching the band or like they're, they're watching about to watch mm -hmm. trim play and uh mm -hmm. leia goes in to have sex with them the so, uh, uh, source scoring that's what it is um, I think I talk, called it exogenic music before it's diagenic music um, is what was happening when Trim was playing the, the mm -hmm. music and then that music was informing the mood of what was going on in the scene yeah. so you see him you see uh, uh, mm -hmm. Marius like it's really sad and this listening to this sad music and then it carried mm -hmm. over into other scenes where people wouldn't be listen wouldn't have been hearing it and then it but it's still the trim playing that song mm -hmm. and, and that makes it source sure. scoring it's using okay. music that is exists in the world of the movie in other scenes as an emotional theme i did not know that yeah cool okay um, thought, uh, but that was the only. That was, I think that was the only time they did sorry. that, <laughs> and okay. the rest no. of the time. Yeah. Uh, I uh, the other criticism I have of this movie, uh, guys, I didn't like the ending. I didn't like it. I, I think fair. it wrapped up very quickly. Yeah, with this that's fair. Dance thing, which I was like, oh, well, that, that's. And then I'm. I I I didn't feel earned because and to get to now we're getting into like my real criticism yeah. of the movie, which Tell is. Us how you really feel. I don't know why these two like each other. I don't know. Do Marius and Frida like? Does Frida like Marius because he's like the first guy to just like give her basic human empathy? Like I, I, I was trying to like see like how do these personalities end mm -hmm. up mixing? And I, I, I was like I can okay I can get maybe her liking him just because he's like the one person being kind and as opposed to everyone else who is treating her terribly yeah which is i'm like oh that's kind of a bummer reason of, to why you should like someone like that should be the baseline is everyone should be kind to one another um and then he starts liking her and i i, I couldn't 
Is it because she's quirky and does quirky fun things with him? Like what? I think it's a little more basic than. I mean, John, I I don't want to cut you off. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I think it's a very just a base. Like she kissed me. Yeah, like I guess I'm gonna marry her. I mean, that's how sixteen-year-old minds work. Sometimes I'm like, oh, like I, I sometimes in those movies and, and I, I can't pull like a teen drama specifically out of mind where you just are like, oh, these people have chemistry mm. and this is you can totally get why they're why they they kind of click together. And this one I didn't. This was more like, yeah. oh, these are opposite kind of people. And then and, and when and, and he keeps ultimately really not he keeps being an asshole in multiple ways and failing to, he doesn't grow enough of a backbone, I think, in a lot of these situations, you know, specifically about how he treats um, uh, Leia and how he doesn't really stand up uh, to his friends. And with all of that, I, I'm kind of like, oh, just, do these people deserve a happy ending in this kind of like dancing way? Which that is my criticism. Yeah, I, think, I think that's maybe not. I think that's fair. I'm not sure that the I'm not sure that Marius or the movie earned the ending yeah. right because yeah. it seemed yeah. like you needed one more scene or one more uh, mm-hmm. kind of like cathartic moment or one more like mm-hmm. uh, he had to do something it couldn't just be he was literally at the dance it was like no no actually i'm gonna dance with her um and she'd be like right? cool now granted yeah. he did go over to her house before then to try to like make it work but i mean i you know that was that's not much red, but <laughs> it's not much yeah also mm-hmm. kind of a red flag Barging yeah. There are red flags all over this. There are red flags yeah, all over this. This is the this this. I, yeah, I agree. There there, I was thinking like as you know right then the lead up to the dance. I'm like, is he gonna be redeemed? I like mm. I, I I I agree. I think it would have been much more satisfying if it was like a if they had to deal with the shitty things that he did. Yeah, let's let's be honest. How long is this relationship gonna last? I give it like three more months exactly. before it yeah. really kind of falls. And and but in, and the, which it, is fine. They're sixteen. And They're the mom, married and living in Stavanger now. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, why not? No, but like the, yeah. even the mom talks about you know there are consequences to the things that you do like, mm-hmm. and that would be a great tie-in to actually facing the consequences of the things that he mm-hmm. did. Mm-hmm. But I don't think mm-hmm. he did. I don't think anyone did. Uh, did you guys have any other criticisms of the the movie or anything else that you wanted to cover before we go to our categories? No, I think I think I think we covered I, a lot cool. of it. I think it's, yeah. It's, it's, All right, let's uh, let's jump in with with the old categories. Do you guys have a, a winner for the movie? Who won it? Um, overcoming toxic masculinity won this movie for me. Did did the concept uh, like the the the, the struggle to of... and uh, you know the struggle to overcome toxic masculinity. Because it is a struggle, and he didn't, and he's not—he's not, not perfect. But he did learn to, you know, talk about his feelings and apologize yes, and it's, take responsibility. Sure. They, they do have this scene where everyone talks about their feelings, and uh... and he doesn't do it so well. Yeah, he actually doesn't do that well. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Yeah. There. No, but That's after sure that, that, once that everyone's it. like, "Hey, you're an asshole." It's so like he—he he does redeem himself. I'm, I'm like, he does redeem himself like socially in the movie, kind of, but in thematically within the movie I, yeah he doesn't mm-hmm. uh john you got a winner 
I think the winner is Marius because he mm. is one the like focus of attention who does have some character development and growth and two he apparently even though he fucks up the entire time gets the girl at the end so like he's mm-hmm. you know somehow like, remains yeah, the he definitely wins like the remains third, the yeah. golden boy despite you know also committing assault and breaking in, into the school and yeah. being a huge mm-hmm. asshole to uh to Frida so like, I don't know I, I think he wins I don't know that he should win but yeah that's yeah that's that's fair point that's a good point yeah yeah <laughs> yeah yeah fuck well, Marius um I uh I got I got uh the woman who played uh Frida uh, mm. Ellie Osborne mm-hmm. yeah I, she's cool and, and and I I'm I'm buying stock in her I I I'm I want to see where her career goes absolutely absolutely I imagine uh, we'll be seeing much more of her on our podcast our, to come I don't know. We got to check, guys. That's the other thing we'll need to talk about is how, what What do you think Erlen thought of this movie? <laughs> I don't know. I, I It had real emotion, so I think he could have... I don't know. I think he's going to have the same issues with um, the plot and, uh, like, yeah, did, did, yeah. Did, nobody deserved what they got yeah, at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. Well, that's because we all know Erlen did not have these struggles. Like, he was just... He was the golden know, boy. He is Marius. He probably was the gold. <laughs> he was Marius. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He's n- I mean, well, yes. We'll hear what he has to say about that. Yeah, well, well, yeah. Yes. Insert no, I'm later. Like, yeah. <laughs> It'll actually be inserted later, but oh, there. Yeah. But let's let's definitely bring up the fact. <laughs> I bet he was the golden boy. Did he ski? Did he? All uh... the girls. We'll see. Uh, let's talk about a losers though, because Erlen's not a loser. Let's talk. Who who were the, the losers? I mean, Leia. Players? Poor Leia. Yeah. I did it. I also put Leia. Yeah, yeah. Leia, Leia lost heart. Self-explanatory. When, when she when she comes to the realization, like you know, like I know we we criticized her about. I mean, John did about <laughs> about her like not making a decision, but like she's picking a guy to go to the dance. She's not sure. She's honest about it. She's like, I'm I'm, you know, I'm choosing between two people. The, the least at least she's sharing the actual status of the situation. Then she makes the decision. And the poor guy, she starts to feel that, oh, well, he wants to sleep with me, so I guess I'll go do that. And then makes a, a full effort and, yeah. like, really gets screwed over. And then the end of this movie. <laughs> yeah, she's just standing there on the side, I guess. She's standing yeah. in the corner. Like, this totally is screwed. Like, she the Robin song, The movie right? from her perspective is just, like, about her being, like, tragedy. just yeah. dipped around by this guy Everyone kind of the fear probably that people are like laughing at her for for this, and then gets completely like humiliated at this dance by the I, the guy who she was going to date with and the woman who assaulted that guy. I and mean, so like everyone's like, "This is great. This is like oh look at them. Like, yeah, they're, everyone's yeah, having a great time." Literally, cue the Robin song "Dancing on My Own." Yeah, exactly. Good, right. Like we've that's what we we've got for Leia. Yep. That's her. Oh, guess what? Guess what's the uh, intro music for this? Hell <laughs> yeah, it is. Ah. It better be justice, justice for Leia. Okay. Yeah. No. Um, seriously, that was because imagine, imagine getting ditched at a dance by this guy that you're like, yes, mm-hmm. this is the this is my high school crush. We're doing all the yeah. things, and then he goes and fucks off at at the dance yeah, yeah. with some yeah. other girl, and everyone's yeah. like. Yeah, no, he 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 belongs with her. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. No, yeah. Like someone and starts to slope. <laughs> lost her virginity to him, like yeah, days yeah. or weeks. Like, what days or more? Oh, oh god, god. Oh, no. god, just justice for Leia. Started getting for, chummy with the with, with the parents. Yeah, it was... all right. 
Let's uh, let's keep rolling. Who's do you guys got a guy? My guy. Kevin, is... you think we have the same guy, right? Oh, you do. Who's your Who's Can your you guy? Get, all right, Ke- yeah, Kevin. Martine. Martina. Eyebrows. Because because she's, she's a treasure. Well, she's fierce. She's, <laughs> she's she stood up for her, for her friend. She's like, hey, yeah. you're you're yeah. acting like an asshole. She's the one character with, as I said, with a backbone. Yes. Who's like. She has real agency yeah, in this she movie. Does she have any love life? She's oddly invested in her friend's love life here. I don't know. She cause maybe because she's a good friend. Yeah. I, maybe because she's man. got this, maybe because she's got already had a creepy had level. A, it got to a creepy level. It's nah, she's just calling out bullshit when men are being shitty. She's like she 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 stands up and says like, hey, it. Yeah, but my, she, that's the thing. She doesn't. She like arranges a a, a, a liaison, right? Like yes. yes I, well. Presuming Leia, I guess I'm under the presumption that Leia it wants this. Yeah, and, and is true true to herself in that she wants this. I, I mean, is it? I thought it, it was like That's... Leia's willing to do that for you. Or yeah, something, well, I don't. Like, well, yeah, I think at this, first it this started like that. Text is not. I mean, yeah. I I read that it was Martina was the. She was like, mm-hmm. yes, I talked to mm-hmm. her. She wants this. I'm gonna set this up because this is what yeah. I do. I'm good at planning parties. Good, good she's, at getting she's logistics. She's yeah, a she's a wedding planner now. Yeah, probably, probably very well. Like one of those high end ones. Yeah. All right, uh, John, uh, who's your guy? Uh, my guy is I forget his name, but the other friend aside from Trim, uh, who just during the scene where they're at the little diner type place, yeah, on, yeah, yeah. he's like. Muslim guys don't have sex. We make love. Yeah. yeah that, like, okay. I think that guy's funny. He's like a funny bit character. He, yeah. he was always a happy influence generally. I'm mm. so glad you said that, John, because my character is also in that scene, but is not that guy. My character is the, guy down is the, the, bench? the old man <laughs> eating a hamburger. <laughs> When the kids, so the kids, when he said, when he asks, when the, when a, bu- a bunch of sixteen-year-olds are all hanging out, and he goes, "Hey, you eating the hamburger? Or t- <laughs> is it better to make love or screwing?" And then they all start laughing, and this old man, he just sits there and just smiles and nods. <laughs> and I'm like, "Yep, that's my guy." All right, man. fair enough. That's a good guy. That's that- a good guy to have. Good guy. <laughs> no lines, just like a just a note, like you know, a just, knowing yeah, smile. Guy with a hamburger. Boys. Did I tell you, it made me think of, uh, I I told you this story about when I was on, uh, (laughs) so I was on, so there I was in Azerbaijan. So I'm on a, I'm on a, I'm on a park bench in Baku down at the waterfront and this beautiful woman walks by this beautiful, and she's, she's got this long, um, uh, you know, wavy black hair. She's well dressed, dressed in like a Western style. And and she like and she walks by and she kind of looks over at me at the on the park bench and I'm sitting on the bench and on the other the bench side of the bench is an older Azerbaijani man, presumably who is I would say probably in his seventies, and he is he is a, a weathered man who as I imagine seen some shit, and she walks by and she's she's just gorgeous she looks over and then like keeps walking along her way you know heels clicking along the sidewalk. And me and this 70-year-old man turn and make eye contact. And we don't speak the same language. We are from different cultures. We are from different time periods, generations. And he and I look at each other. We both just nod, <laughs> smile, and nod at each other. And looked on and didn't say a, didn't say a fucking word. And I, and I often think about that, man. I hope, <laughs> I hope, you know, I just... 
It was it was it was a cherished moment I had. <laughs> anyway. Oh. Um, okay. All right. Guys, let's let's go to, go, go to go to our ratings system. I had all cultures. I I had a I I knew immediately what we were going to rate this movie on. It was a scale of one to six salamis stuck to a window. I like it. I like it. There is a scene in the movie where where there's the first scene between Marias and Frida where she takes his uh, his sandwich, his lunch sandwich, with the, the matpaka they call it here, and she calls and she takes it and and just throws it against a glass window. Yeah. And, and it sticks. It sticks. It perfectly sticks. I don't know how many times they can you imagine have they so have many to reset times that, that was tried. Because they have to clean the window every time that they do it, because there must be some sticky material. Anyway, fucking nailed it. Love it. One to six uh, salami salami sandwiches stuck to a window. What do you guys give this film, Kevin? How about you go first? Uh, I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna give a solid four and a half mm-hmm. out of six salamis to yep. the window. I think it was really good, and the shortcomings that we talked about. I think uh, I I can forgive mm-hmm. some of them. I can forgive them for mm-hmm. the other goodness that it's there. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's good. Four, a four and a half. John, over to you. I am also giving it a four and a half salamis stuck to the window. Nice. Uh, which is one of my higher ratings. I, I, you know, I agree with some of the shortcomings we discussed, but I really do think this captured teen angst in a way that is really tough to do yes. uh, for adults. Um, and so I enjoyed it. And it also, it was a tight movie. It was not mm-hmm. two that fucking hours long, which yep. honestly credit where credits due. I know we're saying that they could have done a little more payoff or whatever, but this was like mm-hmm. right. This is I think three minutes under ninety minutes, if I'm remembering. Yeah. Um, well done. Yeah. I, I, I I'm lower. I, we know. Just go I, ahead. Shit on the movie. Yeah, I really let the ending left a really bad taste in my mouth. I just said this is a, I said it's a pretty conventional teen romance movie. It's better than royalty. I'll say it. it's, it's lots of better. But I, I'm gonna I, guys. I'll you. I'm gonna give it three point two. That's I think. Very I hard was, to slice that salami. That is very yeah. I, 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 I was given it just a flat three. I was like, this is an inoffensive, like just straight down the middle one. Because I, I was higher on it until the ending. Because I, I think I was having good. Well, one thing I, I came in with low, uh, crazier expectations. I think is because I actually didn't know this was like a teen movie. I thought, I mean, I knew it was set in a, in a high school, but I thought this was maybe going to be a more adult look at it rather than a rom. I didn't know it was like going to be a romance. Um, so, like, I think I was kind of maybe expecting a little more, and then when it got to the end, I was just kind of like, mm, harumph, harumph. Yeah. So, but, but this has been a fun talk with you guys, and that always kind of brings it up a little bit, so I'm going to give it a 3.2. point. Oh, we're happy what do you think Erlen? Do you think Erlen's going to give it? Because we, Erl, we're at, we're at Erlen's I think he'll give it a 3. three I think he's got a solid yeah. three. Which is a high score for him about a teen movie, so yeah. I'm... Yeah, I, yeah but right. like you're saying, John, I think he's going he's gonna to like some of the emotion mm-hmm. and the... the, the characterization mm-hmm. of it of some of it maybe it will speak to him on a deep personal level we'll maybe see. it might let's we can only we hope. Can only hope well here let me go we, i think this is a good point for us to transition into my conversation with erlin which uh, i will do after you guys say goodbye so all let's right. all say goodbye bye have fun with erlin yeah there and over to erlin and here i am with erlin Hello. Hello. How are you doing? Hello. I just popped into existence solely <laughs> for this purpose to talk about Psycho Bitch. 
Because Man. what else would I use my time doing? <laughs> oh my God, I'm, I'm so curious what you thought. So we just uh, finished, everyone who's been listening just heard me talking with uh, Kevin and John who gave their overall thoughts. Um, they made a little bit of predictions about oh, wow. um, not only... Uh, I hope they went deep on the predictions, like very specific. They will. There's two predictions about whether or not you liked it or not, but they also predicted what you were like in high school and oh, <laughs> which wow. character did you most resemble. Um, <laughs> That's a good question. But before I, t- before I tell you, I'm, I'm curious, what did you think of the 2019 film Psycho Bitch? Okay. Um, <laughs> o- overall, overall, I... I um, so I watched this on Friday night. It is now Sunday. And I remember the first for 15 minutes thinking, this is fucking awful. And then the best part is that um, I ended up kind of enjoying it more than I thought I would. And um, like I had an original rating like right off the bat on Friday. And then I'm not going to lie. I like woke up on Sunday. It was a melancholy, gloomy day in Oslo. Yeah. And uh, I, I thought about this movie again. Uh, and I thought about the very kind of um, charismatic and infectious characters. I found that to be kind of the absolute highlight was Frida um, and uh, what's his name? Axel or something? No, I can't remember. Marius. Uh, Marius. Yeah, I found that like they were well cast they were they they felt like real people um and it and it basically upon this like after sleeping on it i woke up and thought um you know what all the cringy bad shit that wasn't very good about it like mm-hmm. i can live with because i don't regret watching it you know what i mean and i was actually kind of like you know what not not bad not bad, you know. I I'm 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 still very much like middle of the road as an overall assessment, but I think I I um I'm I was surprised by how much I ended up it ended up growing on me, not just post fifteen minutes, but even after sleeping on it a little bit, you know. Is there a moment in particular that it flipped for you? Um, it's. Or was it kind of a gradual thing I think that you, you, kind of, uh, you kind of get drawn into the movie before, without even realizing? It's. I think it's a gradual thing for sure. And I think that um, if I had to pinpoint something, it would be when, when Frida's character kind of becomes a bit more, gets a bit more screen presence. And I think Marius is, is good as this character, but Frida is by far the, the standout role. And like the one that you're more interested in. I do wish we got more of her background. I wish we got more of, of like, uh, just, just more, uh, because it, I, if I had to kind of decide who's the main character, I, I think the movie's trying to make Marius the main character and Frida is just kind of like a, a close second, very close, but still, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, I, I don't know. I, 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 de- it definitely, it's more of a, it crept on you than a, a flip moment. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's interesting because that's that's uh, I, I think Kevin and John like accurately predicted this about you. I think that they were going to they thought that you would end up coming around and liking it, which seems to be All the right. case because I don't think anybody expected you to think this was Valens Vesmanesca, but uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> better than Royal Teen, I guess you can say. Oh, <laughs> On the scope like between so Royal much Teen better than Royal Teen. 
but well, but I mean, I still had like you know kind of some issues with the movie and whatnot. But I I did well, end let, up well, how finding we, that we can it was get like a movie that, that was worth. Yeah, let let's get into it. So let's do. You, uh, I mean, we've all uh, shared our thoughts on the film, so it's kind of at your guidance here. As we've been doing it in the first half of the podcast, we did uh, kind of broke it up between what worked well in the movie, what was performed well, what was conveyed. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, uh, what was you know the good in, in from anything? It could be the the cinematography, the the performances, the um, structure of the plot. Mm -hmm. um, what what kind of you think worked well for you that that you clicked with? Uh, I would say the thing the the biggest thing that worked well was the like on screen chemistry and and the performances uh, and kind of like how the movie ended up wrapping like I wasn't sure if they would be able to kind of bring it home in that third act and then when they ended up uh with the final final shot of them dancing out of tune together I found that to be extremely cute like I'm not gonna lie that I that they that that shit I ate that shit up <laughs> do you like that are you into the kind of like uh, I mean it's like I mean that's We're the at movie. an age now. We can nostalgia have a bit of nostalgia looking back onto the kind of teen romance of, of high school and like because these kids they're they're, they're in their last year of Ungdom they're like school, going right? into right. high school yeah they're going into Vidragon yeah. school so that which again uh, but they're the equivalent of of uh, freshmen in in the U S they're go yeah they're like freshmen so they're like. 15, 14, 16? 15, I don't know. 15, 16, I believe. Yeah. 15, 16. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's the age to just be a dumb, I mean, you know, not just dumb, but like, that's definitely a very, um, at least for me, that was, that was like a, a very, a, a big age. That was like yes. when I had my first serious girlfriend and I was very nostalgic yeah. thinking about, um, <laughs> yeah, it, it brings you back. I mean, it's definitely different content. I never grew up in Juvik, and like I never cross country skied, and I, I. Um... But what did you, Darlin? Because I got to tell you, Kevin and John, we were all like, "Was Erlen Marius? Was he the goal?" As it was described on this um, in the plot <laughs> the summary, it was like Marius, Marius, the the golden boy of school who like performs well. His parents are all super proud of him. He's doing a really good job, and we're like, I think this is Erlen. Maybe he's like, <laughs> this is what he was like. Um, I mean, I definitely had a lot of Marius in me. I think I, I, def I cared a lot about school. I did well in school. Um, I, I yeah. did get along with my parents. I wasn't a very big uh, sports person, but like I was mm -hmm. in, um, I was, I'm not gonna lie. I was in a, I was in a cool group of friends. You know what I mean? Like we were, we yeah. were, we were. And this is the good thing about Marius too. I felt like he was like the, the do good kid, but he was also like popular. Um, yeah. So Which I do. <laughs> is nice to see, rather than like the bully, popular kid. He's he yeah, or, or like rather like the, the like the nerd who does well in school and stuff. But like Correct. so, I actually there's definitely uh, quite a lot of overlap. If uh, if that's what you guys predicted, I think the one thing that I definitely didn't care as much as Marius, like uh, of what other people thought. At least I I like yeah. to think so. I I I did well yeah. in school, but I I don't know. I have I have four older siblings, and I feel like that has really when I was that age, um, that made me a lot more like resilient and independent than a lot of my friends. Like I had some really close friends who like, you could just tell they were extremely insecure about certain things because they just, you know, they, it was like the first time they were battling this new thing in, in, in their, in their life. Whereas uh -huh. like, I feel like I've seen so much uh, just growing up with older siblings with, with, with these like peers, you know? 
Um, and how many, when was the first time you assaulted a security guard? <laughs> well, that was, uh, no, actually what's funny is like, I, I never assaulted security guards, obviously, but, um, I was definitely not like Marius where I was like, I never did anything wrong. Like I used to skateboard. I was a skater kid. So I would like, you know, trespass all the time. One time, uh, I've had the cops called a couple of times and like one time they, uh, they locked, we were skateboarding on this, um, <laughs> private tennis court area and they like, like this rent, like a rent-a-cop, like mall cop kind of, yeah. uh, a golf car dude rolls up and like locks us into the tennis court and won't let us leave until our parents come and pick us up. And that's, that, 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 that was, so like, I definitely wasn't, uh, like, I wasn't a, like a little wuss, you know what I'm saying? But I definitely wasn't like a rebel. I was not Frida either, you know, but I, yeah. I don't know. I, I feel like I was maybe more the, um, the friend who was playing the piano. Not that I played the piano, but he was like, he was in the same group of friends. He seemed like he kind of gave less, uh, shits about certain things. Uh, sure. And he was also very in touch with his emotions, right? When he was like opening up in that in that yeah, in circle, the, like that was definitely yeah. me as well. When I was in high school, I was still very attuned to my feelings. And uh, again, I have my older siblings to thank. I feel like they made it cool and open and, and fun to, to kind of be in touch with your emotions. So. I'm, I'm so glad that this, this <laughs> movie was able to kind of kind of go at least in parallel and, and, and pull out something that you could identify with. For sure, man. And uh, I think that's why it ended up growing on me, like, as a film, you know? I think that mm -hmm. that part worked. And, like, it, these characters felt real. Um, mm -hmm. There was a lot of awkward shit. So let's, like, if we start pivoting to what didn't work, yeah. I think, for example, the masturbation scene, <laughs> um, I, yeah. I actually thought that one kind of worked. But you could tell that they, they tried to do a lot of similar things that just didn't mm -hmm. work. Um, yes. Okay. I, also th I also thought that like, yeah, I don't know. There was just like a lot of, um, like this kind of felt like a direct-to-on-demand movie. You know what I mean? Like it didn't get a, a cinematic release and it didn't Like something even... that goes straight to Netflix kind of thing? Well, we, or we straight to about... ABC Family, like the Norwegian ABC Family. So we were talking a bit about this, which which I'm curious is, yeah, is who is the audience on this? Because I do think, like, this it, this is, if it was um, aimed at the uh, an audience of similar age kids, like, tw you know, 20, or, uh, six, excuse me, 16-year-olds, um, I think this actually is good in that it, it shows a little bit, it's not too Pollyanna, it's not too... Like uh, having all the edges worn off of it, it, you know, it's not too childish. It's yeah. actually got some more interesting things in it and a little bit of more of a quirk to it that I think might come across as more authentic to someone in that age bracket. But as opposed to like, the, you know, which would look great for a person in their teens, but maybe to someone in their 20s, they might look back and be like, oh, this, you know, this is something that should just be on like ABC. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, for me, so I kids, felt like this yeah. audience was. It, the, the perfect audience for this was like literally the uh, parents of um, teenagers of the same age who wanted to watch yeah. a movie as a family and who have yeah. a child who's because at the end of the day, I, I thought the core message of this was was like a coming of age story showing what it's like to um, battle some dark sides of growing up that basically relate to not feeling good enough or feeling like there's a lot of pressure and obviously the the two main characters are foils for one another and then they find refuge in one another and like that's kind of why they end up but yes. like 
Marius is like the goody two shoes who just gets constant positive affirmation and like uh, validation, but then is like, come on, like be meaner to me and shit. And then like the no, other his one father. is father. We 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 talked about the father yeah. being like it's very mature that you pointed out how I'm not mean enough. To yeah, and he's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like you're doing it again. <laughs> What'd you think of Leia and Martina, the two other girls that? Uh, yeah, um, that that was been... definitely something that didn't work for me. Did you? Oh, I felt so bad for that poor girl. <laughs> oh, of course I felt bad, but I just felt like that whole, their whole character arcs in a way was just like, they needed Marius to be like together with the right girl who he actually didn't want to be with. And then, yeah. I mean, the sex scene was rough, first of all. Yeah, uh, and man. like, and like, I guess, I guess as like a, as like a plot device, it was quote unquote necessary because but it, actually, it wasn't because like there was no, there was no like big like climatic argument about the fact that like oh how could you do that like you like you know what I mean it was more just like oh you know what we're gonna do like we're gonna write at this scene because that shit happens in high school you know and like and that's fair like stuff like that literally does happen at that it's, age it's not it's not like a movie in real life you, you exactly so in many ways it's like ultra realistic uh yeah. but at the same time it just didn't it didn't work Near for me and yeah. yeah and like there was no um i don't know i just felt the whole the whole leia uh side quest or whatever was just kind of slightly in, i just felt like mismanaged in a way movie I want to see her movie because I get this girl's absolutely at some point going to have to explain this in therapy and be like, yeah, so like this guy I liked, he was into me and like, yeah, I didn't know if I was going to take it to dance or not. But then I like made the commitment and, and I couldn't tell if maybe he didn't find me attractive. So I tried to sleep with him and like we did. And then we were going to the dance and then in the middle of the dance in front of all of my friends, yeah, he, he just bails. bailed on me for this other girl. Like that's pretty humiliating for this poor girl. So very humiliating, uh, but at the same time, I felt like I was rooting so hard for them. And also because yeah. going, knowing what Frida went through twice, you know, and like yeah. how she's just been in a dark place a couple times. Like I was just so happy when that happened in a way. And I was just kind of like, this is also Marius finally uh, coming into yeah. himself and being like, oh, you know what? I'm, I just don't fucking care anymore, you know? And, and I thought like yeah. it was a very cathartic moment and it was also not... It was not uh, overly cheesy or overly like I don't know. I, I actually oh. I thought that was well done. I felt like um, wow. Yeah, that's great. Early. I'm oh. I'm not gonna lie. I I enjoyed that last part. It, but it, again, it did feel extremely like, hey kids, uh, it's Friday night and we're having a family night. And I found this uh, this video on this on this streaming called site Psycho called Psycho Bitch. Yeah, called Psycho Bitch. <laughs> don't you think that will be really cool, children? And then I make uh, some popcorn and watch Psycho Bitch. Yeah, and I actually think like it is going to be a crowd pleaser family wise because like I think adults could enjoy it. I think Mm -hmm. because there are some real um, Mm -hmm. uh, aspects to this, like it does feel kind of relatable and realistic. How would you feel watching a movie that included a scene where a boy is caught masturbating by his mother? Because that's I feel like that's going to be that's that's an automatic no. How, How would I feel if I was watching that with my parents? Yes. Oh, that's so fine. <laughs> yeah, are, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, I you, watched... You are three... Marius, man. You are absolutely Marius. <laughs> yeah, no, but like, I I watched... I don't know if you or any of our listeners have watched uh, Normal People, but that show I'm is not, literally... Yeah, I mean, first yeah. of all, absolutely incredible show. Like, 
seriously one of the best shows that came out in like 2019 or something. Um, but that show is famous for having the most long, drawn out, and like hyper realistic sex scenes. And I watched that entire show with my mom, and it was I wa- <laughs> it was really testing the boundaries of 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 uh, comfortability. Let's just put it that way. But you know what? Like, even when I was young, I wasn't weird about that stuff. Like my my family, we had a really wholesome, like open, uh, kind of uh, healthy God. healthy relationship to that kind of Our stuff. Mar- <laughs> I watched. Do you know what the worst? Have you seen the movie? Have you seen the movie Closer with Natalie uh, Portman and Clive Owen? Natalie Portman Closer. Oh, that sounds so familiar, but it doesn't pop. No, it's. I think it's an adaptation of a play, but it's a very. I'll just say it's a very horny like movie. And I had and and Natalie Portman at one point. I think she's a stripper in it, and I watched that on with my mother. And I I I actually like pulled the eject cord. Man, I was like, we're bad. no, I'm done. I'm you gonna, are I'm, I'm, you are so funny, Jack. I feel like I that grew is up Catholic man. Yeah, this dude. I I that's cool. that. I feel like I feel like you are laughing at me because I'm confirming everything you thought, and I'm laughing at you because you're just confirming yeah. everything. <laughs> I thought, <laughs> like, we're just open books. Yep, yep, that's good. All right, man. Um, do you have any other, like, closing uh, thoughts on it, either if, that we want to nail about things that did work or didn't work on the movie, or should we uh, just go to the cast? I, I, think, I think I've said my part. I, I will say that, like, this is a movie that I think um, if a more kind of skilled team were to mm-hmm. uh, pick it up and polish it, uh, whether it's kind of cinematically or uh writing wise like i i think there's some there's some fundamental structures or kind of like pieces here that are really good and then that's what makes me kind of overall think it's a it's a decent movie and then there's a lot of other stuff that's like kind of clumsy and like not so great and which makes me realize like okay at the end of the day it's a it's a direct to on-demand movie um Mm -hmm. and it would be really interesting to see this remade yeah yeah, I wonder that. This could definitely be one of those movies that someone picks up and they make an American version of it, you know. Or, or just like like this was basically, for this was basically scum, but um, yeah, yeah but exactly. like in a more rural setting. And uh, I think that this could also be a really good TV show. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I uh, but you also you also it would be critical to get to to the casting would be critical because that was that carried that carried this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big we I think everyone uh when we're talking with Kevin and John were were big fans of um uh, the woman who played Frida this uh Ellie uh Renon and Muller Osborne who uh, we right. saw from Royalty. Oh, was she really in Royalty? Oh, she was the mean oh, girl. Oh, she's the she's the mean princess in Royalty. Oh my god, she looks so different. And yet, and the but but I mean I guess given how how great a performance she gave I guess that speaks to no for sure she's a great she actor she's a great actor I I, I I thought uh, yeah. yeah she 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 nailed this and uh, yeah. I just uh, oh god don't even get me started about royalty <laughs> well uh, we're gonna have to see what your rating system is man we're uh, <laughs> what's what's we're the categories or like what's the um, rate are, are we going straight to rating or are we doing uh, no, others. we're gonna say do well. Well, do you have a winner and loser? Uh, the winner, I would say, it's it's hard to give it to Frida because it's not like this. The 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 climax of the movie is like now she's no longer dealing with shit. Like obviously yeah, she yeah. still has her demons and and so maybe Marius actually is maybe a quote unquote a bigger winner, uh, because he also just kind of let go and stopped giving a shit. Um, I think if I have a guy, it's got to be the little boy trumpet player. Like come on. That guy crushed it. <laughs> that, that, 
poor kid. That, that poor kid. Older kids like steal your shit. Like I don't know how I would react at that age. Yeah, that's but then he just thing. picks it up and creates peace, yeah, and then he's like, "I got two thousand kroners once." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. Did you have a loser too, or did you? Uh, I don't know. That's, skip over that. I I think yeah. maybe like. I don't know. Maybe like the. Uh, the investors of this movie. I feel like this this movie isn't exactly a very commercial success. So I bet it is not. They really <laughs> are. Um, great. Then let's go um, with the rating system. So um, this the rating system, um, as always, is on a scale of one to six, and this is based off an object from the film, specifically a uh, <laughs> as we said it to Kevin and uh, Kevin and John it's a piece of salami stuck to a window oh, but uh, we can nice. be clear with you you can say it's in the Norwegian it's just matpake matpake but a shiva stuck to a window that's a fantastic so uh, object i appreciate that um, yeah. so like i said when i first watched it my my gut reaction on friday after friday night after finishing i was at like a 2.75 but wow, okay. I slept on it, and then I was like, you know what? I I felt like that's a little mean, so I'm going to land at three. Middle of the solid road. Solid three. Yeah, okay. solid three. Like, nothing nothing crazy, but I enjoyed it far more than actually, like, a lot yeah. of other movies we've watched on this podcast. <laughs> because I found the chemistry so, yeah. like, infectious and, uh, and uh, convincing. All right, so you've given it a three rating, which brings the average rating for the year for you, Erlen, to 3.71. Really? So That yeah, sounds so very high. <laughs> it is. It is, and I refuse to go back and check my own math. Yeah, I feel like we got to audit that <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Well, uh, Erlen, did you get a chance to see which movie we're covering next? Um... No, nothing to smile about or something? Nothing to... Ingeting or of. Yeah, nothing to laugh about? Okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah I, I, I actually don't know what it's about, so I'm going in blind yeah, yeah. here. All right. Well, I look forward to covering that with you. Well, uh, Erlen, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for uh, spending some time to talk to me. And uh, thank you all to li uh, for listening. If you have any emails you want to send, thoughts, please send it to podfornorga at gmail.com, and we will catch you when uh, we watch Nothing to Laugh About next month. All right. Bye. Bye.